the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Democracy sausage. Now, this is a tradition I think we should adopt here in Canada. It's a good thing. We're the cultural mosaic of the world. We should adopt this Australian thing where charities will raise money at polling stations by selling barbecued sausage called democracy sausage. We could do that here. Canada famous for our beer. Ballot beer. Money goes to charity. Poll poutine. Or pizza poll pockets, please. Referendum reefer, they hand out some cannabis edibles when you cast your vote. Electoral omelet, if you're an early voter. Decision donuts. Mm. The frosting is red if you vote for liberals or blue for conservatives. Voter fatigue massage centers. Election cycles exhausting. I had to wait 20 minutes to vote in the early polling. You could like pay someone to massage. Registration Reiki or something. And hey, if it's a majority government for dinner that night, you have majority meatloaf. (laughs) And then if it's a minority, you have minority quesadillas. Oh, you could just have so much fun with this liberal lasagna with Trudeau balls, NDP soup with Jag Meatless Burgers. You could have some People's Party pizza or maybe some green <laughs> garden salad. There's a lot of options. Got to incorporate food into the election cycle. More food in the election cycle. Please. Lack of young people that were spotted at some of the early voting. So we're hoping the young people get out today. Remember they used to do things like rock the vote, try and make voting cooler for the young kids? Bunch of old people trying to sound (laughs) young and hip, and it just came off as completely disingenuous. We have a couple ideas of our own. Every college student who posts a selfie at their polling station, you get 20 bucks knocked off your college loans. Only another 80,000 to go. Vape the vote. Vape the vote. Kids love vaping. Suck in the color of the party they want flavors like orange blueberry strawberry or green jello whatever color comes out is their vote oh i like that vape the vote vape the vote we can make every candidate for huron bruce like a marvel superhero character yes like liberal candidate alan thompson he could be spider-man because he used to be a reporter like spider-man spider-man wears red spider-man wears red genius or ndp leader tony McQuayle. tony stark McQuail. Iron Man. He could be Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> Conservative candidate Ben Lobb. He's about as tall as a tree. Maybe he could be Groot. I am Lobb. I am Lobb. <laughs> a couple ways to get the young people out to vote. Doug Ford government announced May the 12th, 2020 will be the official day of action on litter. That's long. Even action on litter day would be more exciting. Litter action day. They need to hire us to do their marketing. Slogans we came up with. Let's do it in Doug Ford's voice. We're a place to grow, not a place to throw. Throw your garbage in the pail or you're going to jail. Put away your trash. I don't want to go back to selling hash. Littering is a no-no, just like Justin Trudeau. (sighs) Don't create more dump, like those useless carbon tax stickers on the pump. Before you throw that pie in the waste, please give me a taste. Put it in the bin on top of Kathleen Wynne. Ooh, that's a liberal joke. Is that where she went? What do Godrich people call themselves? And we don't know. I call them God Rockers. Hey, you guys are God Rockers too? Squares might be a good name. Because we're so hip? That's such an old reference. People from Salford call them salties. People from Amberley in the winter, we call them Stormstayed. People from Dashwood call them Woodies. People from Kincardine, we call them Scottish. People from Bayfield, hipsters. People from Carlo, well, we call them Bob. There's just one guy in yeah. Carlo. People from Grand Bend, we call them drunk and disorderly. People from Belgrave, where I'm from, gravies. Gravies. Bunch of gravies. Trump got booed yesterday at the 
ball game. Yeah, U.S. President Donald Trump was at the Washington Nationals game at National Stadium in Washington. Uh, they were beaten by the Houston Astros 7-1 yesterday. And during the third inning, they do this thing where they honor the troops. And people saw the troops and were clapping. Naturally. And then they showed President Trump and the clapping stopped. A lot of boos. Oh, there's a lot of boos going up. Has he tweeted about it yet? Fake news. They weren't booing at me. They were booing at Houston and Melania. And they Melania. don't like Melania. And I was just thinking, hey, here in Ontario, that's our thing. So remember when the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship and then there was a big parade in downtown Toronto? Uh-huh. Out on the, when they were introducing the players beforehand, they were bringing out some dignitaries that brought out Premier Doug Ford. The Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford. So there's a lot of booing for the Ford man himself as well. I think Doug wins this one. You think Doug won the booing contest? Yeah. You think he's mad? You think he gets jealous that Donald Trump had a whole stadium, 70,000 people booing him, where Ford there, that might have been eh, 10, 20,000. They were just calling for more buck beer or booze. They were saying yeah. booze, not boo. I'm pretty sure that's the slogan for Ontario, open for boozeness. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people think it's business, but I changed it. Fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> My son has a camper van, Volkswagen van. He's fixed it's, up. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really it's nice. really, really nice. So he's going to head out east, and it's starting to get a little cooler now. He bought a propane heater. First thought, propane heater in a closed space. He's going to die. That was my first thought. Okay, so we're both on the same page I'm like, here. you can't put a propane heater inside an enclosed space like your van. And apparently there's this one on the market, and they claim that you can do that. Not on the box, but when you watch the YouTube videos, there's all these people like, yeah, you know, I've had this running in here all night long. I've been running it inside, and I'm still mostly alive. The dad in me has to go to the comment section. Ooh. And I scroll down, and there's all these firefighters chiming in saying, <laughs> We're like, no. don't listen to this. Guy. No, this isn't safe. <laughs> he's out of his mind. So he's like, Dad, you're overreacting. Dad, you always ruin my fun, Dad. And I'm like, no, it's not wrong for your dad to overreact that he wants his son to stay alive. You know what, son? <laughs> if you die, I don't want to hear you complain. There's probably an electric heater out there that would run from his solar battery. Oh, this is such a hipster problem. He should listen to you, though. I am a bit of an overreactor. Yeah, when it comes to your children living or dying, I think preferring them living is not an overreaction. <laughs> Jesus shoes being sold by a company. They had holy water in them from the River Jordan. Some frankincense rubbed in them. The verse talking about Jesus walking on water, that's etched into them as well. Well, a lot of people were upset, and it's certainly not the first time. A lot of people up in arms because using religion. To sell things. To make a buck. Yeah. And we see this all the time in the grocery store. Like, you can get those frozen lasagna meals, but a lot of people buy the Islam lasagna. It's like a normal lasagna, but no pork. Muslims don't like pork. Oh, that sounds pretty good, actually. There's a few beverages, too, that failed, like the uh, the Buddha Light. Yeah, it didn't taste very good. Or the Mount Hindu. 
Mount Hindu. Mount Hindu. The Hindu version of Mountain Dew. I love a nice cold Hebrew. Mm. It's made with Jewish hops, and those hops were grown in the desert for 40 years. Wow, that sounds good. Or the Dali laundry detergent. The stains don't disappear, but they're reincarnated into someone else's trousers. As long as they're not on my trousers. I prefer using a pair of Catholic scissors. They're like the original scissor, and all other scissors are just an offshoot of the Catholic scissors. That's similar to the Protestant traps. The ants that die go straight to heaven. They don't have to go through purgatory first. No purgatory for those ants. Yeah. That's so nice of those Protestant traps. There's an old expression, you can't keep a good man down. I've never heard that. You made that up. Had a cold for three weeks, feeling terrible. I haven't looked at the research, but they always say rest and hydration if you want to get over a cold. Oh, see, I do the opposite. Yeah. I fight the cold. I refuse to let that cold take me down. That's not how colds work. So I get up and I do things. Bike the entire Gark Trail over the weekend. You bike to Auburn and back. 30 kilometers. I've seen you at the gym a few times. I'm so sick of sitting around doing nothing because I feel sick. So I get up and I say to that cold, I rebuke you, cold. And I, I get out and I do things. And, and, and your wife's like, who are you talking to? Probably why I'm still sick. Maybe, maybe. You got to chill out, man. Take some time. Relax. Watch them breaking bad. You're right. There you go. You're right. It's my chance. Yeah, and you can. And I know you like to clean the house while your wife's at work. She gets to clean the house for a little while. You get to relax. For this is sounding better all the put time. Put your feet up, buddy. I'll put a pillow behind your head. You're gonna come over and take care of me then? Nope. Oh. So every few years you hear about a cougar sighting. You know that's not at the local bar. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, we got word from a couple from Stratford. They were on the Goddard to Auburn Rail Trail right near Highway 21 near the overpass there. They said they looked back on the trail. They saw a big cat come out of the woods, about a 30-inch tail. They said it was a cougar. He said his wife saw it as well. So they both saw this big cat. Spoken with animal officials who've said they've heard these things. They've never officially caught it on video or seen evidence of it. Enough people have said they've seen cougars in Huron County. How could they not get out their phone and take a picture to confirm this? There never seems to be pictures. Not everybody's holding their phone, Matt. I know, but it makes me question it because I was out on the guard trail last week. I thought for sure I saw a bear. Turns out it was somebody had dropped their hoodie and and someone had put it up on a pole. Both my son and I were convinced it was a bear from a distance. And then we got up and like, oh, it's just a hoodie. You confused a hooded sweatshirt with a bear? Yeah, anything from a distance. So I'm wondering if this cougar could maybe be like a golden retriever, a skinny golden retriever that's long tail, same color. You think that somewhere in Huron County, there's a lost golden retriever and that that lost golden retriever crossed through the guard trail and then people from Stratford thought that that was a cougar. Stratford people are pretty dramatic. It's true. It's true. It is the festival city. Great theater. I think that's what's going on here. Very dramatic town. Have you ever been offended by a Halloween decoration? There's this Georgia man just trying to have fun at Halloween. He set up this pumpkin man with the pants pulled down so the two pumpkins look like butt cheeks. Yeah, very funny. Does it every year, except this year he got a complaint at his house in Sandy Springs. Doesn't that just sound like a place where people... Sandy Springs. Perfect suburban lifestyle. Sounds like a place in a Netflix series. Yeah. Ruined by those butt cheeks. Oh, those butt cheeks around Halloween. I'm offended. I'm offended. Triggered. Asked him to take down the display saying the children will find it offensive. I've never met one kid that would be offended by pumpkin butt cheeks. Think it's the best thing ever. The only thing kids get offended by at Halloween is those molasses candies. Yeah, kids hate those molasses candies. Or if you give them a toothbrush. 
There's always a dentist in every community handing out toothbrushes. Ugh. And the kids are like, oh, a toothbrush. And mom and dad are like, oh, a toothbrush. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that toothbrush. Give me that toothbrush. I need to inspect it for razor blades. We're talking about this haunted house that's so scary. You have to sign a 40-page waiver and get a doctor's note just to go into this thing. Yeah, at several points, they have you tied down. They'll be pouring cement on you, doing Fake dentist work on you, fake Ooh. blood, Ugh. all sorts of crazy stuff. Nobody's been able to complete it. They'll pay you 20 grand if you finish it. Got Matt and I thinking there's some terrifying things in Huron County. We don't even think about it on a daily basis. Imagine if you were forced to sit through an entire North Huron Council meeting. Make them attend Bayfield Volksfest without any pot or Summerfest dry. <laughs> Imagine the terror when McDonald's runs out of coffee and the only place for your morning brew is Tim Hortons. <laughs> Stick them down on the mid-south end of the Godrich Beachfront boardwalk during a windstorm. <laughs> from the crypt. You could bring a bunch of millennials out to a local farm and make them work. Or you could put people out on Highway 21 in the middle of winter or Highway 4 in the summer and not let them be allowed to pass. <laughs> when I was a kid, I actually didn't go out for Halloween. I lived way out in the country. For one, Belgrave, beautiful Belgrave. And for two, uh, raised kind of religious. Yeah, you were in the church. Yeah, parents aren't really too religious now, but there was a, there was people in the congregation that had strong feelings about Halloween. Like, no devils and demons. Yeah, only yeah. the Bible. So we used to have a harvest party, <laughs> and I mean it's a great idea. A lot of, a lot of congregations, I believe, still do this. You have a big party, everyone comes together. We probably got more candy. So I didn't really miss out on anything. In fact, we didn't have to like go door to door in the rain, dress up as our favorite Bible characters. Big fight every year. You got to be Joseph of Armatheus last year. But uh. dad, I wanted to be Prophet Balaam's donkey. The talking donkey. The get the uh, Shrek costume. Yeah, the donkey there you go. from Shrek. Oh, guess I'll have to be Jabez. Oh, but dad, I wanted to be Ishmael's daughter, Mahalath. But I wanted to be the giant hunk of salt, Lot's wife this year. Can I be the land of dry bones again? <laughs> Go in your birthday suit. I'm Michelangelo's David. What? What? I learned the hard way that free doesn't always mean free comes with a cost. Washer broke down early Saturday morning, so we quickly went to Kijiji. You found one for 50 bucks, and the guy said, I'll give it to you free if you lift it out of the basement and then also take down my new washer. You didn't know about it. It was originally 50 bucks, but he's like, I'll cancel the 50 if you do this labor for me. And uh, they also neglected to say that the handle on it was broken. The door handle for the washer. And that, like, instead of fixing it, they'll just send a bottle of crazy glue. I'm giving you the super glue. That's <laughs> always free. No cost, but you got to bring it up the stairwell thinner than the actual washer. And you said you <laughs> scratched <laughs> oh, the hell out of his Scratched walls. the whole thing up. I mean, there was no other choice. The funny thing about it was he really was taking this seriously about us working 
for this feet up washer. He wasn't helping you. Wasn't helping. He's, supervising. He stood there and watched me and my son. Lift it better. Struggle. And then it's like, oh, could you guys also help me bring down the new ones that I just got in? <laughs> just get bossing you around, trying to humiliate you in front of your teenage son. Yeah. Now put on this dress and say I'm a pretty girl. Yeah, no. Say it. No, uh, make breakfast for me now. Yeah, give me a foot rub. Yes, sir. <laughs> but it was worth it. It works. Do a little bit of labor for something free. And you only threw out your back a little bit. You asked me when I first came in, what'd you do last night? And I said, I made dinner all night long. So it started out with me taking this big family pack of beef out of the freezer and defrosting it for 20 minutes. Then I thought, why don't I make meatballs? Cut up some peppers and stuff, but you didn't really want to cut them all up and dice them finely for the meatballs. So you put them in your Ninja, your food processor, which has the power of a thousand suns and completely liquefied the peppers. <laughs> the green peppers and the onions turned into this liquid. And I thought, well, no, it tastes good. I, I sipped a little bit of it, and so I dumped that in with the meat. And it turns out you can't mix watered-down vegetables with meat. I couldn't get these things to shape into a meatballs. And so I thought, well, I guess it's going to be meatloaf. But you didn't have a loaf pan, but you had a cake pan. Cake pan. So then meatballs turned into meat cake. It just wouldn't cook right. It looked like dog food. It was all watery and, and disgusting. So then, I can't sell this to the family. I had to fry the meatloaf meat and try and get the liquid out of it. Took like another 10 to 20 minutes. And the cheapskate you are, you don't want to throw this meat out. It's perfectly good meat. You're going to make it work. So then I mixed spaghetti sauce with it and oh, ran out to the store to get spaghetti. There's another 20 minutes. So by the time I got this meal done, it was 9 o'clock. You started at 4.30. Sun was starving. Complete disaster. And then served the spaghetti, trying to pretend this ain't bad. It's good, it? right, son? Meanwhile, I'm like throwing up in my mouth. And then he's like, Dad, this is gross. This is one. this dog food? And even the dog was like, dude, I'm not eating that. No. I no. eat my own crap. I'm not going to eat that. I wanted to make it once again into a chili. But then I thought, no, I'm no. not going to waste money and beans and all that stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, it was just a disaster. It happens every now and then. Did you order pizza? Did you go out for something good? Reward no. the family? No, we ended up having leftover squash. That's fine, I guess. Just squash. That was the whole meal. Kids, tonight we're enjoying each other's company for dinner. Yes. Mmm, I'm full, Dad. The Alaska Fat Bear Contest is wrapped up. Holly was the champion this year. It was a lady bear. Yeah. Now, are we fat shaming the bears? Is there anybody upset that, you know, I feel like we shouldn't body shame the bears. They're beautiful just the way they are. Was anybody triggered by this contest? No, because they have to get fat. The whole point is they just gorge on salmon, getting ready for hibernation up bear. in Alaska. Fatter the better. Holly didn't have any kids this year, so I think she got all the salmon to herself. <laughs> this is what happened. She's she's the kidless bear. What an absolute unit she Holly just is. plays Nintendo 64, yeah. smokes weed, and eats salmon all day. She's she me, and I'm a literal fatty. My name is Fatty. That's right. Now, we're not above objectifying animals here in Huron County because, of course, the last two years, last year, we had Huron Sexiest Cow Contest. This year, it was tough. Tuck. Huron's hottest horse was Tuck in Lucknow. So I wonder if next year we should do something more along the lines of this, like the pudgiest pig. Gorgeous goat. That's the next competition. Some Remember when you were a teenager, you were getting hungry for supper. Instead of just asking your parents right out uh, what's for supper because you're too cool to talk to your parents, you just rely on your senses. 
you walk into the kitchen, you smell. And, and it smells like Brussels sprouts. You, you look around and see what's maybe boiling in the pots and, and just hope for the best, right? What did you make last night? Cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Brutal. And squash. And what else? Is that it? I was going to have some kind of meat, but then I thought, well, Brussels sprouts is pretty hearty. That could be the meat. What the hell is wrong with you? No, they aren't. Well, I thought that could replace the meat in this situation. In what world does Brussels sprouts replace meat? It's hearty. Hearty's not a real word. That word was made up by Campbell's Soup. Some kind of protein, brown rice and beans. Opens up the oven, was like, clearly there's going to be palatable food in here. Nothing in the oven. The sense by the look on his face that when he opened the oven and looked in and there was nothing else, it was like, I guess... This is it. How offended would you be if your son walked into the kitchen, saw the Brussels sprouts, the cauliflower, and the squash, was like, "Mm mm-mm. In front of you, got on his phone and ordered some Domino's pizza to the house. I wouldn't have been offended because I'll even admit it was a bit of a lazy meal. You're a good dad. It was just throwing stuff on a baking sheet and throwing it in the oven kind of meal. You're a good dad, man. You provided for your... You made dinner for the family. I did. It was just terrible dinner. So you only love your kids like... Halfway. And I feel bloated this morning. You are, and you look bloated too. The G to G Trail goes all the way from Godrich to Guelph. We biked it back in May. It took us about 12 hours. 13, 13 hours. 13 hours. It I, was, I tracked it. It was 13 hours. It was exhausting, and it's 137 kilometers or so. Three guys from the local area, Pete Meads, Lee Coates, and Alexander Redan. They ran it. They ran it, dude. Ran it. On Monday. What did it take them? 18 hours. That's like not we, too we, far off us biking it. No, we had bicycles. They were like running the entire way, obviously, to make that kind of time. Uh-huh. I didn't think that was humanly possible. No, these guys made it possible. These guys are amazing. They've set a new bar, I'd say. that's the They're the kind of guys you want around during the zombie apocalypse. Because zombies don't stop chasing you, right? They just go and go. They don't get tired. You want these guys with you to collect supplies, find find antibiotics when they're running low a couple years after the apocalypse. No kidding. These are the guys you want with you. You don't want guys like us because we'll be like, (laughs) my bike tires are low. I can't get supplies. These guys just willy-nilly on a Monday morning. Uh, I feel like running to Guelph today. Yeah. Like we would go to the corner store for milk. And I'm almost... Embarrassed, Like what we did was a huge accomplishment for us. And then I read something like this and I'm thinking, oh, I don't have bragging rights anymore. It was an accomplishment for us. It was. We're both sad and weak individuals. But these guys are like champions. They sure are. That's what champions do. I'm proud of them. Good for you guys. Lee, Alexander, and Peter. You guys rock, man. Good job. They didn't even put us to shame. I'm just comparing myself to them, which I shouldn't do because they're so much stronger and better than me. And you know what else they probably did better? I'm sure they didn't go to the buffet. Once they got there. No, we went... Our, probably, fir- our first thing was, let's go to the buffet. They probably even went and got good food once they got there. Yeah. Planted trees while they were running. Yeah, totally. They did it all right. <laughs> Saved a baby from something. <laughs> I'm sure. Let's say a dog. I'm sure. A couple new people inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Brooks and Dunn were inducted, and Ray Stevens, to name a few. Those were the big ones. That's nice that Country Music uh, inducted both Brooks and Dunn. I know. Wouldn't that be awkward if they just gave Brooks an inductee That'd nomination? That'd be such a weird conversation, right? And, uh, sorry, sorry, Dunn. But Here Kicks, you. why? <laughs> why Kicks? <laughs> sorry, Ronnie. 
I'm on my own here. It's just me, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, I have a plus one for the for the ceremony. You can come with me. Would that be even more insulting if right. he invited him to the ceremony he wasn't getting inducted to? Brooks brings Ronnie as his date, and he just sits there with his head down the whole night. Head down the whole night. <laughs> but this has happened. Uh, people are calling for George Michael to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. George Michael, of course, one half of Wham. The other half, nobody knows his name. Where even is he? Yeah. Andrew Wrigley. What happened to Andrew Wrigley? Is that the other guy's name? Yeah. Andrew Wrigley? Yeah, and he won't get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So nope. this does happen. One could argue that uh, Daryl Hall might be the more talented one in Hall and Oates. You know his first name? John Oates. John Oates. Is the bass player guy. <laughs> you know those duos? There's always one that's kind of in the back. Yeah. Uh, they're probably a big part of the songwriting team, but Brooks and Dunn, however, equally talented. Equally talented and inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Congratulations yeah. to them. So, Brooks, his name is Kix. K- yeah. K-I-X. Kix. I, 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 you told me that off mic, and I was like, there's no way that's his real name, and it is. Kind of. It Kind of. Parents named him that just for kicks, I guess. He, he was, shame on you. He was born Leon Eric Brooks, oh. known as, but he's known as Kicks Brooks. Kicks. And I'm really sensitive to people's names because that guy adopted a weird name. He wasn't born with it. He wasn't raised by it. Mm-hmm. Like Fatty Didi on the radio. Fatty's my real honest to goodness name. My parents gave me that name because apparently they're Dr. Seuss enthusiasts, Fatty Didi. Fatty, Shatty, and We Sam. Yep. They do not like green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. That's your brother's. Yeah, fatty, shatty, fatty, and we Sam. Shatty, fatty, and we Sam. They do not like green eggs. Look at you, rhyming my siblings' names. Kicks. Yeah. I should have named you Kicks. Need another talk with my therapist. Talk about a bad date. This guy he went to this national park and he got gored by a buffalo. He had a collapsed lung and a fractured rib. And he recovered from that. That was back in June. He's since, he's on the mend, he's doing okay, and he met a girl. Yeah. So he brought her to this beautiful park and didn't bring up the goring. Probably, it sounds like it. And then a bison attacked her, flipped her into the air. She got a broken angle, ankle, a cracked rib, and a collapsed lung. <laughs> Damn, dude. What a bad date. Oh, my goodness. Didn't bring up, like, stay away from the bison because yeah. of this personal experience that I had. Holy smoke. That's tough, man. So now she's in the hospital. You never had a bad day with your wife? We had kids pretty young. So even just going out for an hour for something real simple, it was never a bad day. Just heaven. Getting away from the screaming kids. Yeah, you could just hug each other and cry. (laughs) It's true. For a full hour before (laughs) you had to go home. I don't have a recollection of any bad dates. They were all good dates. It's always a good date. The thing is, you're out on the date and all you're doing is thinking about them. You know how you love somebody so much that you can't wait to get away from them? That's what you feel with your kids. But then you can't wait to get back to them. That's the irony of it all. Right. Yeah, my mom would say that on yeah. vacation. She'd go to Columbia or something. She'd be like, all I could think about was you kids. Like, shut up. You were drunk the whole time. <laughs> for the last couple of years, when we get the flu vaccine, you have a couple options. You can do the needle. Or for the last few years, we've had the nasal spray. Spray it up your nose. You're vaccinated. Fair enough. You don't like needles. Mm-hmm. This year, no nose option. No. No nose option. The company that makes the nose vaccine, they're having a global shortage. Not enough for Canada. But we still got the needle vaccine. They left us out. I wish there was just other ways. Maybe in Huron County here. I mean, is there a way of putting it in to the beer? The one county with a 100% vaccination rate. <laughs> Scientists would be just baffled. What's that spot in Huron County? There's just one big area where everybody got the vaccine. Nobody got the flu. That's Huron County.
Drinking culture is kind of big here. Maybe you, you put it in the Big Mac. You know how when you're stumbling home drunk from the bar, you need some carbs in your belly, you stop by McDonald's, you get a cheeseburger, put the vaccine on the cheeseburger. Or throw it into the chili pot at the community dinner. Oh, at the chili cook-off. Always a community dinner going on somewhere. Totally. You could put it in a something that already tastes bad, like those Halloween molasses candies. Just put it in those. No, nobody would be vaccinated. Nobody would be vaccinated because no. nobody eats those. Our sales guy, Steve, loves those. I actually like them. But Steve's not human. Neither are you now. Sadly, the Ford government has cut funding now to school councils. They were normally given a thousand bucks on average to buy snacks, refreshments, plan fundraisers. That's getting cut in half now, and it's meaning some serious cuts. Here in Centennial, they've resorted to getting cream betweens instead of Oreos. Ooh, those are tough ones. And the coffee from Wook Donald's. At Exeter Elementary School, PTA meetings can no longer afford Doritos. They'll supply council meeting with the worst budget snack. Say it with me, bits, bits and, and bites. bites. Instead of a motivational speaker, Blue Water Coast Elementary, they brought in Bill the Janitor to tell them about his new mop. Holland Public School in Lonsboro, no more hard candies replaced with <gasps> disgusting good and plenty. Instead of hiring a professional to teach people about the drug problem at our schools, Seaforth Public School is going to watch the movie Scarface. That's a good movie. Pop some soybeans. Mmm, delicious Cheap. soybeans. It's cheaper. Central Huron Secondary School in Clinton, they can't afford to keep the lights on after school for parent council what? meetings, so parents being asked to gather with candles in the Vanasta Radar Dome. Ooh. Maybe there'll be a seance for Halloween. Summon the ghost of Rob Ford or something. Yeah, maybe he can convince his brother to bring the money back. The prom theme at Effie Medill has gone from a night to remember to a night you will try and forget. A little kid from E.T., 48 years old now, got a DUI. How drunk was he? He was pretty drunk. He was sleeping in his car. At least his car was stationary. So the police found him and they knew he was drunk because he was slurring his words and had to pull out the speak and spell to communicate. The speak and spell, that's what E.T. used. (laughs) Take me home. I'd like to speak to my attorney. I'm drunk, yeah. I was drinking Coors. You're inebriated tonight. You are E.T. There's no doubt, though, the officers think those jokes sometimes. You get one phone call to phone home. It's the guy from E.T., you should take him home. Let's mess with him. <laughs> let's mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's make ET references that he's heard a million times in his life. Some hikers who were hiking in Colorado. They saw some people across the mountain and started waving and yelling, "Hey, how's it going?" The hikers mistook these people for being in distress, so they called the distress team up to get them. They get up there and they're like, "No, we were just saying hi to our fellow hikers. We're Canadian." a friendly Canadian hello there. <laughs> but that's a very Canadian story. They were just being friendly, giving them a nice wave. They apologized and they even made a donation to the rescue team because they felt bad that they went all the way up the mountain to rescue them. That's awesome. Yeah. These guys are good ambassadors for our country. Did they all have a Molson afterwards and eat some poutine? And then they had some what, butter tarts? Butter tarts, poutine. A Molson. Gave them to them. Yeah. And then they all went to an Arabian Nights theme party afterwards. Oh. Because that's the most Canadian thing you can do. <laughs> Andromeda. It's the galaxy that's next to us, and it's coming for us. The Milky Way is Godrich. Andromeda is Bayfield. Bayfield wants to eat Godrich, basically. (laughs) That has a very violent past. It basically just goes around and cannibalizes other galaxies. The Ted Bundy of galaxies. In two billion years, we're just going to be swallowed up. The Milky Way. Are we like the creamy galaxy? Mm. Ooh, the Milky Milky Way. Way. What if the sun's like the spicy food? It's like the Indian food of the solar system. Good, but you regret it the next day. Mars is like the cold leftovers in the fridge. And Earth is like a really ripe cherry tomato. It's delicious, but then it gets stuck in your teeth and you're like,
you're like, oh man, shouldn't have eaten it right from the garden. Pluto's like those Halloween molasses candies that nobody likes. Yeah, and they can't decide if it's actually a real candy or just disgusting. People still buy it and give it away at Halloween. And they're like, oh no, the kids love it, even though kids always just give it to their parents. The metaphor got away from us a little bit. Police finally nabbed a menace emu terrorizing locals escaped from a farm and birds very difficult to catch and they're not friendly no they're notorious a-holes they're terrible like a giant canada goose nothing worked eventually someone had the idea to play some emu noises from their phone and that actually attracted the bird (laughs) i do this with my cats yeah i'll play other cat sounds like who is that Uh and they freak out so the emu got close enough for a police to take off his sock and put it over its head. It's Is par- that how you stomp an emu? You put a sock over its head? Apparently it calms them down. Probably they're just terrified. Oh, what happened? Am I dead? You, you, what, they're probably just confused. You know how when you're putting on a sweater and you accidentally put your head through the armhole oh. and you get stuck and it's hell? <laughs> That's what it would feel like. I thought it would be like that for an emu. Apparently they're cool with it. That calms me down. I do that sometimes. Just, when you freak out on the morning show, I'll put a sock over your head. Yeah, it actually really works. Just calms you down or you suffocate to death. I can't remember but which. Believe it or not, there was a loose emu in the Walton Blyth area. Yeah, where you grew up. For months. No what, one knew who it belonged to. Was this on the Rutabaga farm? It lived on the Rutabaga farm. You, li- I- you lived on a Rutabaga farm and you. I remember you'd regale me with stories of this emu that would appear sometimes and i would just sit on my patio every day and we'd look out and like spot the emu i used to do this with my little kids and we'd sit there and like it's time to play spot the emu and we'd look out over the field and find the emu and the kids thought this was totally normal your wife thought you were crazy (laughs) but the funny thing was the kids just thought emus lived here because they grew up with this emu in their front yard, basically. Nope, not native to here <laughs> at all. And the first time we saw it, it felt like a Jurassic Park moment. I heard, like, the John Williams score in my head. You know? <laughs> it was just, like, amazing. Because it was so out of place and so bizarre. I was just out for a walk. We're like, oh, there's an emu standing in front of us. This sounds like a fever dream. It sounds like you were doing magic mushrooms one day, and you're like, look at the emu, kids. No. We live on a rutabaga farm. It was for reals. And then one sad day, we saw, oh, I think it was like 25 vultures. And it was the emu had died. The emu died. Ate too many rutabagas, I guess. Or you came <laughs> down from your high. Either one. I don't know. You e- don't know to this day. Either way. Either way. It was there. Poor emu. In my head. Either way, if you encounter a dangerous emu, sock over the head. Sock over the head. Emu sounds on your iPhone. Sock over the head. Problem solved. I was sun-shamed yesterday. We were shopping. Impromptu shop because we were at the store for another reason. And then it's like, oh, I need deodorant, shampoo, blah, blah, blah. Got a bunch of stuff. Carrying it up to the till. Eight items. Awkward items, though. Body wash. Not awkward. Well, it was just awkward to carry. All the stuff was awkward to carry. Are you just trying to excuse your behavior? No. Slippery stuff. Were you bathing at the store? No. Is that why it was slippery? I need to test this out before I buy it. Irish Spring does work. Yes. How'd you know about Irish Spring? Was it Irish Spring? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You smell. So it was about like 12. Smell just like an Irish man. Random objects, all different shapes. So a little bit weird to kind of just put it in It's a long-winded hand. way of saying you bought awkwardly shaped items. Yes, it is. Okay. Very yeah. long. Yeah. So then uh, cashier asked me, do you want a bag? And I'm like, oh yeah, that would be a lot easier. And then my son had just this great ounce of wisdom. He said- 16-year-old boy. 16-year-old. Just because it's easier- 
doesn't mean it's right. And he was shaming you for wanting to use a plastic bag. And I'm like, well, yeah, we we obviously walked up to the till. No problem with the stuff. So why would we possibly need a bag? He was right. It was it was silly. It was easier to put it all in a bag and carry it out with one hand. Did he yell at you the whole car ride back home too? Yeah. Like, I can't believe you would buy a plastic bag and ruin my future, father. How dare you? How He's, dare you? <laughs> And I thought, well, this is great. This is great because this is what kids are doing all around the planet right now. You have this personal guilt when you go to the grocery store and you forget your reusable bags in the car or at home. Yeah. You you have a personal guilt for using a plastic bag. Oh, for sure. And my son kind of drilled it home yesterday. And I'm like, you are absolutely right. From now on, I'm the father, dad. And you're the son. Give me your money. I love this. (laughs) Yes, son. The (laughs) kids need to step up and shame us all even more. Yeah, but we're bigger than them, so we got that. <laughs> For years, no one believed this dude. They thought he was a drunk. <laughs> Didn't even drink alcohol, but his family, police, everyone thought he was a closet drinker. It turns out he had auto brewery syndrome, where he was producing beer right in his stomach. If he had carbs, he had some weird bacterial stuff in his gut that would produce alcohol and get him trashed. He would get like sloshed on spaghetti and such. He'd have some garlic bread and get messed <laughs> up. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is this a problem you'd want to have? No, I don't think so. No, it's that'd be tough though. You can't have any carbs anymore. You're just eating kale salads oh, all day long. man. Like on the wagon. That's tough, man. That's a tough disease. Sad part though about this is that his stomach produced bush light. Not even regular Ugh. bush. His stomach produced bush light. I wish I had that beer stomach syndrome that produced like cowbell. A craft brewery stomach would be a lot better, wouldn't it? It sure because bush light is hard to stomach, I guess, unless it's produced right in your stomach. <laughs> well, last weekend was the big pumpkin fest. There were some giant pumpkins in Port Elgin. Huge pumpkins. Well, there's also a contest down in the state somewhere for longest gourd. Longest gourd? Longest gourd. Because at the Port Elgin Pumpkin Fest, they'll do the heaviest pumpkin. Yeah. So they measure them by length? Apparently, this Matt Secreta was blessed with the gift of a great big gourd. Ooh. The article starts. It was growing 10 inches a day. Ooh, that sounds satisfying. It, it's a, that's a big gourd. It's a very long gourd, 142.5 inches. Damn, that's a lot of inches. It's incredible how long this gourd grew. I saw a video online of a guy with a huge gourd. I think it was a condition. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.